So a thing happened yesterday. What? Well, and I did basically I'm doing something that I'm against doing and I'm I don't know how I feel about it. Um so um Andy's contract wasn't renewed with the company that he was working with and basically cut his income by a third. And I was like, okay. And I kind of make a thing where I don't go into business with friends, especially like new friends and things like that. Right. And yeah, um, completely changed his idea for a quiz to an, an a much bigger idea. Um, and, uh, I'm in it. <laughs> so he's like, and I, and I just, it was so off the cuff and I'm like, okay. And I think I have to lower my percentage, but I literally he's like, well, what do you want for us? I said 25%. And he was like, okay. I'm like, darn you, dude, you're supposed to say a different number. So I'm, I'm going to come back to him and just probably say 20. <laughs> so, cause okay. I mean, y- y- look, I, I know what level of work I got to put into something like this. And I know what level of work he's got to do to it. And if, you know, he's sitting with 80% of the company where he can, you know, um, hand out a part of the company to other people to get work done, then that's the way to go. So it was really cute because we were talking about the fact that one of the things that we're going to need on the app is we're actually going to need uh, voiceover work on the app. And I said, well, I happen to know somebody who's got really clean pipes and I happen to love her voice. So, and he agreed. For you, what? Yeah, doing w- what? You'll be doing like voiceovers on on what the app is, how it works, how the program works. Why are you just pimping out my voice like that? Yeah, I am. That's my job. <laughs> I'm pimping out us on this podcast every single day. Yeah, but I already do the podcast. Right. You told me I'm going to do more work for something. No, I did not. I I said that I knew somebody. I didn't say that you were going to do it. I said that I knew someone. You don't have to do it. So you don't act like I'm sitting there just, no, you're going to do it. That's the end of it. That's no, that's not what I'm saying. I said, I know somebody who's got really good vocals. So, and you do, and you have good energy when you're reading things. That's why people tune in. That's why our morning is, is are as big as they are. That's why we can't get rid of either one of our podcasts right now, because the people who are tuning in in the mornings are hearing basically you heavy mornings and the people who are turning in, in the afternoons are me heavy afternoons generally. So, you know, or especially as of recently. So, yeah. So I'm not going to take that away from you at all. Okay. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not forcing you or twisting your arm into anything at all by any stretch of the imagination. And, uh, yeah. So, but, ah, I just, I'm mixed on it. I'm, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to help. Yeah, we'll see how it works. Anytime I'll just surrender my percentage because I just, I'd rather keep the friendship. And with that, welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So this is part three. May or may not be the last. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with whether or not I can do the part four just because the final part of it is, it's a little darker. And so I don't know. So but I want to talk about, you know, if, if you're just tuning in um, the last few a uh, couple of episodes, I've been talking about the Fair Tax Act and we've been talking about it specifically because it would dynamically change this country in a way that 
we've never had before. Um, it used to be that the majority of federal government funding came from tariffs and came from, you know, standardized income taxes and things like that. But now the tax system has become a jumbled mess of corruption. And we've been talking about that with everything from special interest companies like Intuit and Quicken um, who don't want, you know, the tax system fixed because there's a multi-billion dollar industry on doing taxes and accounting and everything else. And there's things that won't change. Accounting won't change, but you know, it will, everything will change, you know? And we talked about the fact that a 23 to 30% tax. And again, I'm willing to accept it as a 30% tax. Um, the proponents and the, you know, framers of the fair tax act say it's 23%. And I'm like, okay, but I'm just going to do 30s. I'm going to say 30%. So we have worst case scenario, right? And that's just, that's the way that we've, we've been doing it. And that's the way that we've been running it. But they are saying 23%, which if your mind says it's 25% or says it's closer to 20%, whatever you want it to be. And I went through yesterday talking about stupid people on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. Because the opponents of it, and it doesn't mean that there's not valid points to the people who are opponents of it. Um, but a lot of those points that are actual valid points, I'm going to talk about those today, are points of, well, nobody's ever done this before. But we are a country of innovators. We are a country that was innovative. We, are the, we were the first country to abolish slavery. Okay? We, the people who you know, founded this country from the Native Americans who walked over a frozen ice you know, chunk to find the place, right? To an idiot in a boat who thought he found somewhere he didn't and actually mm -hmm. never stepped foot in America to, you know, being where we are today where the majority of tech, the majority of innovation, the majority of things that are new and come out come from this country, you know? I, I find it funny, but we want to talk about that today. So... I'm I'm hoping that, you know, we can cover a lot of ground today and I'm hoping that we do, you know, and I, I really do. So right now I want to ask you, what do you understand and know about what we've talked about the last couple of days? I get the majority of it. It's uh, the, the whole point of the tax system we have was it or the whole reason that we don't want the tax system we have is because it's corrupt because no matter what there are uh, every time that you get paid taxes are being paid on that every time that you buy something taxes are being paid on that no matter what it is wherever there's millions of different kinds of taxes that are being taken out of absolutely everything ever that gets bought or sold mm -hmm. for any reason at all any Multiple exchange times. of money ends up with you know taxes unless it's literally something outside of like you know under the table quote unquote and that's the only time that taxes aren't taken out of it like, oh hey i have these things i'm just trying to get rid of it you know 30 bucks go to the farmer's market or garage like sale yeah. or a craigslist ad or you know a facebook marketplace but ad. even even if it's the farmer's market they're still most of those people are still considering themselves businesses so they're still have taxes mm -hmm. that they're paying and be and being taken out of everything that they're doing because they're running under a business. So these are farmer's market. I don't think really anybody that goes there besides 
came in handy. Yeah. <laughs> Don't run under a business. They all run run under their farm's business. And so even then, it's not even really that. So it's just, you know, taxes are taken out everywhere and it's unfair to everybody because at the end of the day, you know, the money that you make is still not yours mm-hmm. because it's being taken away you know tenfold before you even get to a point that it's your money yeah. and even then once it's your money you still have to pay taxes when it becomes not your money and to exchange it for something that you do want and half of those things you still have to pay taxes on because even after you get you know buy a house buy a car any of that you're paying taxes on all the payments that you're making mm-hmm. so nothing is really yours because then if you don't make those payments then they can still take those things away from you so all of it's just it's very stupid and it's very much makes it so that you don't really own any of the things you own, including after you die, they still take taxes out of all the things that you have. And then we want the fair tax act because it's going to make, it's going to introduce a flat tax to everything. So then you end up with, you know, everything new that you want, that you are going to make an investment in. Mm -hmm. There will be a tax rate on that. So, and we've been again generalizing it to 30%. So, you know, instead of paying $100 for something, you pay $130 for something. But it's still not everything. If you're going and, you know, financing into a used vehicle, you're not paying taxes on that. Right. And the same thing, you know, for any of that, anything like that. And it's also going to be a different flat tax based on what it is. So that's, uh, so if you're for things like, houses and cars and things like that's going to be different than the groceries you buy Mm -hmm. and so and you know people are trying to make the point that oh so i'm going to be spending the same which didn't make any sense to me the point that you read yesterday i'm going to be spending the same amount on bread as a millionaire but you already spend the same amount on bread as a millionaire so that's what i didn't understand bring that up today so you just disarmed a little bit of it no that's awesome that you're you're getting that keep going i'm i'm awesome this is great so so that was yeah that didn't make any sense but anyways um but the you know the point i understand the point that they were trying to make that didn't cross with that analogy Mm -hmm. is that if you know somebody that has more money right off the bat as it is can go and buy you know a fifty thousand dollar car and you know they'd be you know it's not the the issue right now is that they have a tax rate on that Mm -hmm. that is going to be more or less the same as somebody that's buying a car for five thousand dollars but with the flat tax the person that's paying for a fifty thousand dollar car brand new is going to be paying thirty percent to get that car Mm -hmm. and so it's going to be more than obviously the person paying for a five thousand dollar car but even then a five thousand dollar car is not going to be a new car correct so they're not going to have if it is it ain't legal (laughs) (laughs) so so it's just it's not going to be the same so that makes it so that somebody that is going to get something more expensive is yes they're going to have more taxes on it than the person that can't afford that and is getting something less expensive it's not what they it first introduced it as that's exactly what it was and that's why people didn't like it Mm -hmm. is that no matter what somebody that was you know they think that the flat tax means oh, well, anytime you buy a car, you have to spend $10,000 and you get it. So somebody getting a $5,000 car would make it $15,000 and somebody getting a $30,000 car would make it Mm $40,000. And so it's the difference that that's not what it is. It is a percentage that would be flat. So no matter what, it's going to be different. It's a ratio instead of, you know, being a flat number. And so that's why we want it because then it kind of equals the playing ground and it eliminates the need for the IRS, which is pretty much completely illegal because Mm -hmm. they're stealing from people 
And yep. the government is literally in debt because of the IRS, because none of the money that we're seeing in taxes is going to the the government. It's Correct. going to the IRS. Very small amount of it. Yeah, it's, it's going to the IRS to support them continuing to do what they're doing in a horrible cycle that never actually puts anybody anywhere ahead. It's just a vicious cycle. Perpetual debt. Yeah, so... That's that's pretty much it. That's, that's no, that's great because literally, and you can tell everybody that three days ago, I didn't know any. Of you didn't know any of this, and that's you know that's that's the thing about it. And you know, the first thing that I, that I want to talk about in this, and you actually hit it so hard, I'm like, oh, literally the, the bread situation, right? It's mm-hmm. it's a fallacy in thought, is what people believe is they believe that rich people. "Quote unquote," rich people <laughs> should spend more on basic things that we get than we do, and that makes zero sense. Because My grandparents the, were yeah. extremely wealthy at one point, right? And they're the ones that bought Fresca. They're the ones that turned me on to Fresca. That's where Fresca comes from in my life. Mm-hmm. How stupid would it? Excuse me. What's your income? Oh, I'm sorry. This Fresco's Fresco's going to cost you, you know, five dollars more for a six pack. It it doesn't work that yeah, way. That would be really weird. I mean, yeah. there are people that do things like that, but those are people that are mostly doing things for trade. Like mm-hmm. it's not it's not a a thing that we just do. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you have a personal shopper, then which a, a lot of wealthy people do. My grandparents did at one point. Um, you know, the that shopper I could not goes imagine out. Imagine doing that. Huh? I love shopping. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> I never it's have a person. It was I, it, actually it was I a cool know. job, and and she was a really awesome person. Like she would, she went out there, and she literally was paid by them. Maybe, see, because that's that's the only thing is that I'm now thinking like that would be a really cool job because I love shopping so much. Mm-hmm. But like for the basic things, I never want to go out to get. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool to have somebody that's constantly making sure that like toilet paper and wet wipes and paper towels are stocked mm-hmm. that'd be cool oh, but, but like i could not just like not choose what i what food i have in my house well, <laughs> or no, have see, to that, trust that to tell thing. someone but that's you cooking your food that's not you having somebody else that cooks your food and preps your meals for you right i still so, i love cooking too oh, I, I know so no 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 I, I understand but for them you you, you get to a point because my grandmother was a, was an actress um and a model and my grandfather was you know CFO to one of the largest independent uh, pharmaceutical testing uh, companies in the world. And so they were, it would have cost. didn't have time. Yeah, it would have cost him more to go do the shopping than to hire somebody else to do it. And that included his suits were always clean when, whenever a suit wasn't looking right. He'd get new suits that would show up. I mean, literally, they, they had the coolest things and you saw those, but they paid more for it because they had a premium on top of that but to sit there and say that my grandpa should go out to dinner and let, let's say you know and I, I don't under, I never understand why they loved it so much um, but they went out to claim jumpers all the time I hated claim jumpers claim jumpers was just ugh, restaurant it wasn't a great restaurant to me but they loved it okay and I think my grandpa loved the meatloaf there and I think that's probably where my love for meatloaf comes from but he loved the meatloaf there, and then they loved the mile-high cake, which is like this ridiculously tall slice of cake that, I'm not kidding, is bigger than, you know, the, the your forearm type situation. That's... They never ate it all, but they <laughs> loved to get it because of the presentation type situation. But you imagine they go to that restaurant. They, they spent the same as anybody else. Because in fact, there was a time that they went to the restaurant, and my sister was at the restaurant um, at a separate table, and 
no, the prices don't change, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so it was a fallacy in it. And, and there's a few of them. You know, the biggest, the biggest arguments against it are we don't know what would happen. But we do know what would happen. Here, the, but the problem is we do know what would happen if we keep going with the current system that we're going. Mm-hmm. We are bankrupting. We are bankrupting this country. We continually every year have to raise our debt ceiling. Do you know what that is? Do you know what the debt ceiling? The debt ceiling is basically is, hey, this is the amount of money that we have and we can't pay anything beyond this because we don't have any money beyond this. And so what they do is they raise it so that they, boof, more money appears out of nowhere. No, from the Federal Reserve. And the Federal Reserve prints more money and prints it at debt. And so our debt just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. The thing is, is there is nowhere in anywhere um, that we've ever had in our history where inflation's ever been really lowered. But this would be the first opportunity to actually lower inflation. Yeah, that, I get that because it's obvious that inflation's never been lowered because prices for everything are more expensive now than they mm-hmm. were. And it would be different if it was like they were more expensive because materials changed because that has happened. But literally... Things that have stayed exactly the same mm-hmm. over the years, candies that have not changed and sodas that have not changed and things like that. You right. know, we went from glass bottles to plastic bottles. You would think that would make things cheaper, but it hasn't. The soda's still more expensive than it was 50 years ago. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. So obviously inflation's never gone down because <laughs> everything is still expensive and keeps getting more and more expensive right. by the means of inflation and not because it's worth more. So it's, yeah, no, that's weird. Yeah, and and... So it's like, okay, and then the labor behind it is being paid more, right? Because, look, as nice as it is that when tax season comes around, like which is where we're at right now, and you get this nice little check back, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a, should be a little more frustrating to you to know that you've given out an interest free loan, yeah, and it was your money in the first place. And well, that's that's exactly what's weird. It's like, I I could understand. If people would like look at it as a oh I put you know money away in savings and I get it back kind of thing, but that's still mm-hmm. not the same amount that you would have gotten if you put it away mm-hmm. and had you know interest going on it for yourself, and it would have you know you would have ended up with more money than what you put away, but you're getting less money than what you put away, and that doesn't make any sense. Right. So it's just yeah, no, it's weird. And here's what here's what I've I've one of the things that we have we have. You know, inflation, we have stagflation, and then we have, you know, the miniaturization of inflation, right? A Snickers bar today is not the same size as a Snickers bar five years ago. Mm-hmm. It's smaller. And that's the same way all around, right? Mm-hmm. That's the that's what shrank. But the prices have gone up on them. Mm-hmm. And and they haven't gotten them better in quality. And there's there's a and and I'll I'll explain this in, in a marketing story real quick as best as i can real quick <laughs> to to prove where where we're headed right now and what a flat tax would actually a fair tax would actually end up being so there was a restaurant that i went to and it was a great restaurant um in sacramento it was in rancho cordova it was a korean barbecue place and it was amazing right and she had regular barbecue and Korean barbecue, and it was this beautiful infusion that was, like, amazing. It was the first time I'd ever had bagogi tacos and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really good, right? And Umi was a great person, but 
she fell into the cycle that a lot of restaurants do when they're basically at their demise and they everybody thinks they're going to be the exception. They don't. You're not making enough money. So what do you do? You buy cheaper products. You buy cheaper products. You raise your prices a little bit. You buy a little bit cheaper products. You sacrifice the quality of what you have. And all of a sudden her tacos weren't great. You know, I mean, they used to be, they were beautiful, fat, bulgogi tacos, right? She, I, I would honestly argue that this woman innovated bulgogi tacos. They were nowhere before I ever, I had tried them from her. And then within the year, they were everywhere. Everybody was mm-hmm. making the things. Um, but then she put less and less green onions on it. And she put, you know, the toppings were not as good. You know, she was buying cheaper cabbage and she was so she started cutting all these corners. And and the subsequent side of that was her reviews went down. Her ratings went down. People stopped showing up. So she raised her prices a little bit more and cheapened her products a little bit more. A few less fries on the table. And and then she had to just close her doors. Right. Mm -hmm. So now for the first time, we are in a position where the opposite can be true. We're suddenly imagine Umi not paying anything for her taxes, for the stuff that she's buying for her restaurant. The quality of her products can go up. The quantity of her products can go up and her prices can stay where they're at because she doesn't have to pay 30% on all of the equipment that she has to have. She doesn't have to pay 30% on all of the stuff that she's buying. And because it's for a business, you as a consumer will pay that percentage, but she won't, right? And so in that, <clears throat> excuse me, so in that, all of a sudden, it makes better fiscal sense for you to go and patron a local restaurant than maybe to cook it yourself and to enjoy her food more. And for her, she's going to get more business because of it, right? Mm-hmm. And she's going to get a lot more business because of it. When somebody's got good food and it's affordable, like we talk about uh, Tia Mary's, right? Which is right down the street from us and their pupusas. Holy crud. I have, I don't want Whoppers. I don't want a Big Mac. I don't want any, you know, I don't, I don't even want churches, right? Mm-mm. Because those pupusas are amazing. Mm-hmm. And what's really amazing about them is one of them will, will get you nice and comfy. Two of them will make you full. <laughs> and they're only $2.50 each. Yep. And they have cheese and meat and they're just amazing, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they've got our business. <laughs> like, 100%. Uh, absolutely. As you said it, now I want yeah, it. Yeah, see, absolutely. They've got our business. I'm like, gosh darn it. I know the soups are what I'm supposed to be eating there. <laughs> but man, those things are great. And their beans are amazing and they're mm-hmm. just affordable. The last time we all went there, it was 40 bucks. Oh, wow. When I was with our drinks and everything, it was 40 bucks. Yeah. And that's, and we're talking about six people. Yeah. You know, so. So I'm like, okay, you tell me anywhere else I can go for eight dollars, you know, or it's, it's seven, whatever a person. McDonald's. So, yeah, it's like great. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so and their food you know. doesn't make you feel awful afterwards. It just makes you go. Mmm. No, it just yeah, you just literally are like, okay, let's go home and watch a movie and relax now and enjoy some ice water and you know, it's like, and just like last night we had salad and I was really proud, happy about that. But anyways, so the fact that operational costs property taxes all of these things go down for for these businesses because they're businesses you know is the actual argument that opponents to the fair tax act um are 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 touting 
all of a sudden, oh, all of these rich, big businesses, you know, um, are, are just getting away with with these big, huge tax hikes. And, and I, I'm just stop. I don't understand why it's the percentage is the same, but I don't understand why it it bothers people like I. I because know you've why been taught think, to villainize rich people. Because but, of but course, but that's still not even. I want to because that's the problem. Those I don't get why, but because mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why they look at that like that. Like they're being personally offended and attacked for mm-hmm. things that a business is doing. Like it, uh, unless they are working for the business and have a personal issue with the business because they've been cheated out of something, right. I don't get it. People have these businesses that they don't interact with, don't see. Like I have nothing to do with Tesla. I don't give a fuck what Tesla does yep. because where I live and the things that I do, I don't care. It's not going to affect me. It's not going to affect our household. It's not going to mm-hmm. affect our city. We have what three Teslas going around out here, yeah. and even then, I'm pretty sure two of them don't live here. Yeah. So it's I'm, literally. I'm certain you're right. Yeah. So it's like, what? What is? What does it matter to me? I'm gonna watch it and everything for the future of the country and the world. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see and keep up with things like that for that reason. But why do I care? It's not affecting me. It's not affecting the girls. It's not yep. affecting any of the people that we know. None of them work for Tesla. None of them work close to anybody that works to, with. Like it just, I don't get it. Why are we so upset about something that has nothing to do with us? I like it's the same thing with all the the Twitter employees. Why would I care? Mm -hmm. Well, because you need to be compassionate. But I don't know anybody. And that sounds I'm sorry, like a you problem. Right. You went this route and this is what happened. And now you have to pick yourself up and figure something else out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't affect me. It doesn't affect my city. If there was anybody out here working for Twitter, it was definitely an at home thing. And nobody is nobody said anything about it because everybody out here, it doesn't affect us. So I that's what I don't understand. Now, whether Tesla decides they're going to make a semi truck or not, it doesn't mm-hmm. affect us. Mm-hmm. Whether you know, it, it just it, those are the things that I I don't understand why people go crazy online about all these things that have nothing to do with them. If a business is making or losing money, it doesn't directly affect them. Right. You want businesses to do well because you want the economy to do well, or else you are going to be affected. So one business out of the millions and billions that are out there mm-hmm. going bankrupt or not having, you know, everything that they need, as much as it may suck, if you're not related to knowing anybody or actively participating and working at that p- place, why do you care? It's just that's that's the only thing that I can that I, I don't understand. I really don't get it. If a business is. You know, I, I don't know. I don't get the whole getting away with what are they getting away with? Mm-hmm. Not paying taxes. It's like, I don't understand what you're trying to say. That is like I you, if you hate it so much, start a business like I just it, everything. The world yeah. changes when you have your own things to deal with. So I, I feel like it's just weird that these are people that have dead end nine to five jobs that are going on Twitter because they have nothing else to do because their company is <laughs> bored. Yep. And so they're going online and stouting and, and bitching and moaning about other companies that are doing better. So the people that are working for them have more fun and more money and all these things that they can do outside of just working. Mm-hmm. And though those people, oh, they're richer than me, so I'm jealous. So I'm going to you know say that they shouldn't have that. Like, that's all that I see. Because otherwise, why does it matter? It's not like, like, I understand having a personal issue with, like, a billionaire that's, you know, it's come out that they've been avoiding taxes, they've been doing all these things, they've cheated their employees, like, things like mm-hmm. that I understand. But that's not all billionaires. Right, but we, but only we have the Securities Exchange Commission. We have, we have, we have, you know, organizations in place to monitor those kinds of businesses, you know. 
here here's here's what's what's crazy about it. So, you know how many do you know how many businesses there are in the US? No. 32 million. Okay. okay. Do you know how many of those businesses are small businesses? Probably a lot of them. Guess a number. 10 million. 31.7 million businesses out of the 32 million businesses that we have in the U.S. are small mom and pops. Of those. So what is considered like where is. Okay, the- of those 25.7 million have zero employees, meaning that it's just one person or two people or the family that are that are, you know, running the business. So right? what's, what's considered like where's the the number cutoff between a big business and a small business? Large corporations that are, that are generally taking in more than, you know, I'll take a look and I'll tell you the exact number. Like employee number? Okay. Yeah. And generally what they what they're looking at is 500 employees plus, which even if they go to 50 to 99 employees plus, the number is only two hundred thirty four thousand five hundred and thirty six according to census.gov right now. And of those that are over 1,000 employees, 13,452. So it's literally... A drop in the bucket is actually big business. Because even like your McDonald's, the local McDonald's and those, they're franchises, right? McDonald's is in the real estate business. They're not in the burger business. McDonald's owns the building. The franchisees run the company. Church is the same way. Every, every, most of these places are the same thing. Where we sit and talk about, oh, be a big business in churches. I'm not going to give any money to. It's like, you, you know, even the Sonic. We have two Sonics here, and they're owned by a, a franchise company, and they have a, a, like a couple dozen Sonics, right? But they're mostly family. We have Ace Hardware right here, right? It's an Ace Hardware. It's a national, a national brand, and it's a national company. But they don't have that many employees because they just have an administrative office. We have Browley's Ace, uh, Ace Hardware out here, and what is it? It's a family. It's an actual family. I didn't realize so, that they're... So huh. then... Okay, so then... I, now I'm confused then, because mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. So literally, when people are getting mad at businesses like mm-hmm. McDonald's and stuff, it's useless because... The majority of McDonald's is not what you're mad at. You know, literally, you're getting mad at the guy who... Like, we don't like the McDonald's here in Palestine. Yeah. It's, it's not McDonald's doing it. It's whoever's got that franchise. So, but... Okay, then... Who's so there's none of the people like at McDonald's are really responsible for like making sure that they're running right? It's most no. Do the majority any people of McDonald's come are franchises? Do any people come and make sure that they're running right? Oh, yeah, yeah. McDonald's sends people when they get enough complaints or problems, or if they see numbers aren't making sense or things aren't making sense, they send people over all the time. They literally have an a they have a, a QC and and uh um standards department that that's what they do, that's all they do, and they do that. On behalf of us as the end consumer, you know, McDonald's puts out a cheap product because they buy for all of these restaurants. But all of these restaurants are independently run and managed and for the most part owned. They have to stay within a certain branding and product so that you can go to any McDonald's and the cheeseburger is going to taste the same, obviously. But, you know. What are you hating? You're hating the corporation who set up this thing so that people could own their own businesses, essentially, right? Yeah, that's what. It, so that's what it is. Yeah. So there's a corporation that owns it, mm-hmm. the name, mm-hmm. and gets the buildings out there. Mm-hmm. But then they basically sell the building to somebody else to own that business and make it. They rent the building. They keep the building. 
Okay. McDonald's will always own the building that McDonald's is in. This is why McDonald's pulled out of all the Walmarts because Walmart wasn't letting them own it, and Walmart wasn't making sense to anybody because eighty over eighty percent of McDonald's business comes through a drive-through. And when was the last time you saw a McDonald's drive-through at a Walmart? Yeah, you know, so that's so why it like, makes more sense for like a Starbucks to be in there. Absolutely, but the Starbucks does the same model. They did it here in Palestine. Starbucks built the built the Starbucks here in pa- Palestine, right? And then the next thing that they did immediately before the doors were even opened, and people didn't get this as normal practice, is they went to sell the franchise for it. So if somebody wanted to come in and spend, you know, it was a little over three hundred fifty thousand dollars to own that the rights to that franchise and they'd have that franchise now starbucks will still own the building you still buy all your products and everything from starbucks that way the the you know um quality control and everything stays the same and what people expect stays the same and the pricing is able to be you know uh somewhat better regulated because of bulk purchasing that we're not going to be able to do as a small business but it made better sense but here's the thing now you as a business owner don't have to pay sales tax on every single thing that you buy and order and come in and be like oh well you don't have to pay it on raw food goods no you know what you have to pay it on you have to pay it on straws you have to pay it on napkins you have to pay it on the cleaning product you have to pay it on every pump of of soap that somebody has every single time you get a to-go container anything that i'm utilizing that isn't food related which is a majority of restaurants believe it or not the majority of costa restaurant isn't food so but okay so that means that every time that people because like i see it all the time that people are like upset because they're like oh you can spare a few dollars to you know pay sales tax on that but that's not the company paying for that right it's the people that own that franchise and those people aren't big making millions and millions and millions of dollars Mm -hmm. only if they own like seven in an area then they might depending on whatever it is like a walmart that you know somebody owns the six work to Walmart's return ratio the- is always huge. That's why companies like Steak and Shake, you can buy one of their franchises for what's existing right now for like ten grand. You know, literally, I could own a Steak and Shake and be a franchise owner for a Steak and Shake for ten thousand dollars. Those companies and those companies pay a different tax rate because they're a service based company. Okay. So, so okay, so yeah, but that's that's the point that I'm making is that they're not the ones that. People sit there and say like, oh well, Walmart can spare spare a few more dollars to get you know raise the their pay for the people, but they're not the ones that are paying those people. Right. It's the people that own that Walmart, and those people don't have money well, to no, spare. Walmart, Walmart's not a franchise. Um, isn't a franchise. Okay, well, model. then McDonald's. But, yeah, but McDonald's. But but Walmart, just so you know, Walmart's profits are actually, for what they do, razor thin. People act like Walmart makes like 30. You, you go and, okay, you go and you buy a, a bottle of ibuprofen at Walmart, okay? Mm-hmm. And I say this because I need ibuprofen. But you go and you buy a bottle of ibuprofen at Walmart for $7, right? Wow. Seven dollars. How much money do you think Walmart makes on that on that bottle of ibuprofen? Actually, makes. I I have no idea. The number is about twenty one cents. Okay. So so is that price gouging? No. Is that unfair? No. Is is that the opposite? That's extremely reasonable, right? That's why mom and pops couldn't compete with Walmart wherever Walmart came, because you imagine if okay, Radio Shack died because of Walmart, hundred percent. Okay. Because you go into Radio Shack, and Radio Shack was a franchise, okay? You go into Radio Shack, and you go and you buy an Emerson Clock Radio, okay? You buy it for $29, okay? Because that mom and pop is going to make $9 on it, literally, because it costs them 20 bucks. Okay? okay? You go to Walmart, and Walmart gets a bigger discount because Walmart buys them massively over the size of the number that Radio Shack's buying them for. And Walmart sells it for $18 and whatever weird centage they do. And they make $0.40. Cents. 
So who was actually doing the price gouging? The Radio Shack. Right. But we're not going to support local business. Why Why am I going to go to Radio Shack and spend $9 more? Right? $10 <sighs> more. And... And so, so very obviously, this is not common knowledge because nobody knows that because everybody always thinks that it's the big yeah. You because know, for that, yeah, it it's a little frustrating if you have a bunch of mom and pops in a you know small town and then a Walmart comes in and shuts them all down. Mm-hmm. That's something you could be mad at Walmart for, but not really because at the same time, it's just it was it's your just choice. The way, yeah, you shut you, it down. Yeah, you it's not supported that shut it down. You shut it down. Yeah, instead of going to several different areas Mm -hmm. to get you know different products for different things like even just down to like you know right now if we did everything that we wanted to do for getting all of the ingredients and and food our food things that we wanted from the places we want them Mm -hmm. we go to kt for meat Mm -hmm. we would go to walleye farms for milk Mm -hmm. we'd be going to you know walmart or whatever for some of the smaller you know things that we really just we they can't Super get Gaio them for a yeah. lot of the stuff that we get we go to super guile for a lot of the other mm-hmm. things we go to brookshire's for a lot of our you mm-hmm. know fruits and veggies but when the farmer's market's open we don't go to you know the s- supermarkets for that we go to the farmer's market mm-hmm. and then whatever we don't find is when we finally you know okay we'll get the rest of it at walmart okay we get you know things like we can't get in any other place at walmart like mm-hmm. cat litter and things like that that's what we see walmart for and so that you know people don't want to do all of that Mm -hmm. and so then instead of spending an entire day running around or the next five days running around grabbing a bunch of stuff they just get all their crap at walmart and call it good because it's cheaper anyways yep and then everything else shuts down because they can't handle that there's no business going to them because walmart is stealing their business but it's not not. because it's the people that are choosing well it's cheaper here i don't have the money to you know be able to get you know, seven dollars worth of you know a gallon of milk sure. for seven dollars because you know I didn't bring my milk jar this time. I'm not going to run back home and go get it. I'm just going to go to Walmart. Like, so it's just it, I can understand uh, it's very obviously not common knowledge mm-hmm. because that literally makes so much sense now that I'm you know now that you're <laughs> saying it because yeah it, it doesn't mean that Walmart's stealing anything. It literally means that it's the people's fault because <clears> they don't want to they don't want to go and do all of that and yep. run around and do all those things. It's the same thing. Could you imagine? There's that's the only reason that the more into the city you go, the less and less mom and pops there are because all those people that are condensed in that city don't have time and they don't want to go run to seven different places or drive 40 minutes to go get something mm-hmm. outside of the city like they used to. Those people aren't going to travel into the city because then their stuff's going to be even more right. to try to travel into the city and sell it at a farmer's market somewhere in the city than if you would have just gone to Walmart or Target or wherever to go grab your things real quick. Sure. So it's not the big businesses. It's that everybody else literally preferred big business because it was easier and more convenient than being true to you know your roots and where everything used to be people would wouldn't collect you know 17 different items and sell it all at once they would only have Mm -hmm. 17 different items if that's what they made if they made jams and jellies and then also still had breads and things and then also had you know cows they would sell milk and meat like that's the only time that there'd be a lot of different stuff otherwise people would have a staple of oh hey we have a bunch of milk cows so we sell milk you want milk you come here to get milk or we'll deliver it for you to you for a little bit more of a free fee yep and, and, now, people, and now that I've simplified all of this for you, now it all makes total sense to you because it's been simplified. Uh-huh. It, it's not Walmart's fault that the no. small mom and pop closes down. Right. It's literally the people. Okay. So now that I've simplified it for you, does our current tax system make sense? No. Because, then because <laughs> the Fair Tax Act makes sense. 
that you're only paying taxes on what you're actually buying. You're only paying taxes on it once and there's nobody there that can take it from you and deflect you to be somebody else. Big business has never, ever, ever been the enemy. It's stupid. Big business makes your life easier. Big business is why we can go to Walmart and buy a, sh- a cubby shelf for like 20 bucks mm-hmm. and we go to Lowe's and that same cubby shelf 50. is 50 bucks, right? And so which would we buy it from? We'd buy it from Walmart. It wouldn't it's matter the same because quality. It's a, almost the same brand. It looks exactly the same. Because at the end of the day, it makes our quality of life better. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that a 30% flat tax makes everything easy. It makes everything better. And now it gets even better for us to understand this. You can't, you know, and we, we talked about this, I think, day one. You can't illegally buy something and, you know, get something and get away with it. Right. Mm-hmm. You're, look, cartel member comes in and buys a hundred thousand dollar, a hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini. No, because that's that would be used. OK, a five hundred thousand dollar <laughs> Lamborghini. They're still going to pay that same 30 percent. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like but what people don't really think about. And it, it is something that's kind of important. Not as not so much in the last few years, thanks to covid. But tourists would be coming in and they'd be paying the same tax rate. People coming in visiting would be paying the same tax rate. So it would be a fair, a real fair tax. It would be literally a fair tax that's coming in there. And the growth would be astronomical. Now, the argument that people have against the fair tax rate is that, you know, well, the, the top 1% would see a savings of approximately an upwards of $75,000. Do you love how vague that actually is? Approximately an upwards to, even though they can't properly quantify it, would see a savings of up to $75,000. Now, I went and I looked into this and I looked at the Brookings That's Institution. That's change for the upwards okay. 1% well, anyways. Here's, here's what's funny. No, we're the top 1%. Okay. That's, what? Yeah, we are top 1%. So, um, but here's what's weird about it. I mean, we were last year. We won't be this year. <laughs> but here, here's, here's what's saying. When I went to the Brookings Institute and I went to try to find out where they were getting their numbers for, our, for um, I couldn't find a number that, that made things make sense, that made $75,000 make sense. Because here's what I was thinking about. If they're going to go with the blanket number, then they have to be covering everything, right? So that $75,000 that they're talking about includes the death tax. So not for them, for right. whoever they're giving their inheritance to. Right. Because we talked about the death tax yesterday and how mm-hmm. ridiculous that was. Right. So the biggest reason that people that people who are actual opponents of it don't want to do it is because it's never been done before. But that's ridiculous. We are a country of innovation. Right. Mm-hmm. And even then, we still... How detrimental could it be? Like, it's not like... We're, We're sitting paying here, more than 30% now. Yeah, it, it's so it's just, I don't know. It, it really sits there and goes like, hey, give it 10 years. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, we go back to our system. Well, like, why can't we do that? Well, we, because we it could have, be like. We, that's, that's the great thing is this has a kill switch in, installed in it. It has an actual kill switch installed in the bill. It's beautiful. It states that in seven years, if the 16th Amendment of the Constitution isn't removed, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. So yeah, I will be doing the last part of it. If the 16th Amendment of the Constitution isn't removed, then the Fair Tax Act is repealed. Period. 
And there's reasons for that. And I'll talk about that tomorrow. But what's cool about that is that's exactly what it is. It's a we have an opportunity to experiment and try something that the only people who really seem opposed to it, really opposed to it, are politicians. The, Fed, the, the people who are the Federal Reserve. The people who stand to lose their jobs because of it, understandable. You know, if we suddenly were able to automate surgeons, which, hey, there's people building them right now, robotic surgeons, right? <laughs> yeah. And you know who's most against that? Surgeons. Buddy, the guy who's putting the bill forward this time, mm-hmm. okay, you know, was against legalizing weed. Why? Because he ran a pharmacy. Yeah, nobody so, would have to go if they could solve their problems with weed. Right, and and a lot of problems we know can be. Uh-huh. You know? And so, so in that, you're like, okay, well, all that makes total sense as to why they are or aren't doing it, right? And so it's like, you look at it and you go, okay. So it makes sense the people who are actually opposed to this. But Money Magazine, Inc. Magazine, Fortune Forbes, you know, I had to look and find when this was originally drafted, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, 1999 was when the bill was or was basically introduced and has been introduced on a consistent basis. But that's not the case. And this is what's funny. The most intelligent people that we have in this country, the most intelligent youth that we have in this country, the people who are are the reason that we have SpaceX, who are the reason that we have, you know, microprocessors and all of those came from one place and one place only MTI. Okay. Okay. Or MIT. I'm sorry. Not MTI. MIT. (laughs) Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Right. MIT. Everybody wants to go to MIT. Everybody (laughs) who wants to be anything came is there. And in the 1980s. MIT economists put together a proposition and argued that a national sales tax could not only slow down and reduce inflation, but actually reverse it while boosting the national savings rate. So why wouldn't we do it? Because all of those hands, those 99 hands that they want to get rid of... (sighs) This is, this is now this is just making me angry. It should. Your generation should be especially angry. You have because the best we have the ability to literally fix 100% our future you and this is the way to start. You guys are in a better position it. now than I was when I was 18. There was no internet. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, sorry for that. <laughs> okay. When I was 18, there was no internet. When I was 19, there was there was nothing along those lines of anything that I could do so to any push of the forward. People these that, things. You know, you talk to and about were only people that live right there. You didn't get different perspectives or arguments from people that right. live in and different my, areas. And my voice didn't do shit back then. Now you and I are on a podcast, right? Right now, that is where people are listening to us from 40 countries right now. 40, mm-hmm. we have 39, 39 countries <laughs> around the world are listening to us right now that is awesome we have a voice and we have the ability right now but we also have people that don't want it and we have people that we have to fight against and you have people that will want to kill you to stop you from changing it because you are going to take money out of their kids mouths the end of the day it isn't the government pointing a gun at you it's one person right Mm -hmm. it's one person who's opposed to you and that one person's got a voice just like you do and it's a matter of who talks cleaner who talks clearer who's more articulate who's more educated and who's louder and the thing is is we live in a society where 
Only the last one matters. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly it. You and I do it even in our arguments. We're all oh, last word. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like just the dumbest shit when we mm-hmm. argue. It really is when I look at it from the outside. But the, the bottom line is MIT, a bunch of a, a bunch a bunch of economists from MIT sat there and said, hey. You know, in the 80s, in the 80s, the boom of this country, the economic boom of this country was in the 80s. Computers, video game systems, all of it were the 80s. Microprocessors, the 80s. The personal computers in the 80s, right? This is the this was the time. And these people went and said at that time, hey, this could this could actually change things. They didn't have the inflation rate we have now. So imagine what a massive big difference it would make right now. Yes, I'll pay a dollar thirty for a dollar loaf of bread. Okay. But you know what? I keep my entire check. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm literally just paying taxes, a fair use tax, what I'm buying. There is there is no one big evil corporation corporate head guy standing there going. I'm going to save $75,000. No, they lost $75,000 saying I'm saving Mm $75,000. You need to understand this. There's a, there's a, a statement that people make. That's not a joke. And people need to understand this when it comes to Bill Gates, that if Bill Gates was to walk down the street and while he's walking down the street, we see a hundred dollar bill on, on the ground. It would actually cost Bill Gates more money to pick up that hundred dollar bill than anything else. Because the time that it takes for him to bend over and pick that up, he already made over $1,000. And he's not even the richest person in the world, mm-hmm. you know, or the U.S. You know, so you have, a, you have a bunch of people who sit there and say, hey, you know what? This is the right way to do things. And understand that no matter what you do, you're going to put people out of work and there are people that aren't going to be happy about it. And this is a big group of people. But this is a big group of people who are pl- paying into a corrupt machine, right? Our mm-hmm. tax system right now is corrupt in every way, shape, and form. So let me get this straight, just the way it sits right now. So I have to do my taxes where I basically am, am begging a private you know, industry to give me back the money that I get, that they took from me, that I had to let them take from me, and trying to convince them an argument as to why they should give me my money back. Yeah, I also, that's just stupid. I don't understand in what world anybody ever thought that, hey, I'm going to give you some of this some of this money that I earned to this random corporation that's not going to make the country better, and that's fine, because they'll give it back to me. But mm-hmm. not, the, what I, not the full amount. <laughs> it's like, that, yeah. who looks at that and thinks that's better? I don't get that at all. You literally, you're, you're despising the rich and the top 1% for things, but you realize that the IRS is in that top 1% mm-hmm. because they literally control all of the money that you're they're taking from you and say, oh, yeah, we just we just owe you it. We'll, we'll give it back. Right. But as long <laughs> as you fill out these forms, fill it out in the right time, yeah. know exactly how much it is that we've actually given you based on on a document that somebody else is supposed to send you. And then we want you to go ahead and file that. And then you have to wait and hope that we're actually going to give you your money back and don't find a reason that we can figure out to be able to keep it. Oh, and by the way, that money that, you know, there was a couple hundred dollars that, you know, 11 years ago or seven years ago that you owed us. Right. And uh, oh, guess what? The penalties on top of that it means that you now owe us hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's just 
who looks at that and thinks that there is no matter what who looks at that and thinks that we shouldn't be at least trying to figure out something trying Mm -hmm. anything else because there's no part of that that makes it make sense and i think it really does come down to people are just scared yeah because 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 they're used to it something when something sounds like that and you say oh my gosh you know i'm gonna pay 30 cents for for a loaf of bread you are anyway it's like you say that to people and you explain that to people you are right now the dollar that you made for work to buy that loaf of bread was taxed and then you sat there and it's like then you got that money right and then you went to buy that bread and it was taxed okay and then everything that comes around it and everything that made that loaf of bread a dollar was taxed Mm -hmm. so yeah and it's hard i mean when we first started talking about this you were just kind of like i i I want everybody to go listen to the first part of this if you haven't listen to the first part of this and listen to kiki and she was just like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh but now now that you get it Mm -hmm. and we haven't talked about it outside of this no. We haven't we haven't talked about it outside of the podcast. I've very intently intentionally not talked about it to try to clarify things with you outside of the podcast because I I want you as somebody who had no knowledge of this to be going, "Oh, whoa, right? Is there a bad side to it?" We don't know. How we, would we know? If a we seven don't year try. I will tell you this, a seven year test. That's the best way we can know how this works. How do we know if a diet works? By trying it. Mm -hmm. How do we know if an exercise regime works? By trying it. Heck, I'm ready today. We have to check my blood pressure. It's now been a month. I have to check it. You know, how do we know if what I've been doing works? By testing. There you go. And so it's the same thing. It's a 30% 30 tax rate when you understand exactly how much of what you're spending is going into covering taxes. Why do you think a we 30% have tax rate is a lot better than a 113% tax rate in my books, any way, shape and form. Right. Mm-hmm. So there it is right there. So, yeah. So we will talk a little bit more about this tomorrow and uh, we'll finish up and hopefully be in good shape. So until then, thank you so much for joining us on the stupid podcast and everything's afternoon dive where I've been Joey and I'm Kiki. And we want to remind you that which does not kill you is trying to figure out the tax code. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.